Hey girl, this is Kay Marie, and I am pleased to introduce to you Essential Conversations with Kay Marie. I am joined by my beautiful and brilliant sisters, Natasha Toddy Weston and Casey Ariel. Essential Conversations is a podcast where we talk about all things essential for the Black woman. Sometimes conversations can get deep. It's painful, but I know I'm not willing to hang up who I am. Other times, we keep it light and fun for when we just need a good laugh. Yes, guys! Come on! We talk about motherhood, love, CEO moves, and celebrating all the essence and glory of Black women. So pull up, sis, join our girl chat, and get ready to leave on a natural high. Hey, everybody, this is Kay Marie, and you are listening to Essential Conversations with Kay Marie. And I am excited to dig in to this episode. This is only episode two, and I'm, I already have so much that I want to talk about with these ladies, and I'm, I try to like save some of these topics for the next episode in the following. But y'all, this has been weighing on my heart this morning, all day. So how I'm trying to do this podcast, I don't really want to come to the show with like pre-planned topics, right? I kind of just want to sit in the mornings and see what's swaying on my heart, see what my spirit leads me to talk about today. And that's kind of how that is how I have conversations with these two ladies. Um, we just have real authentic, you know, just talk. We can just let it flow, right? Whatever's on our heart. So that is what I want this podcast to be as well, because I want you to feel like you are legit pulling up to just some girl chat. So today <laughs> I want to talk about, and, and the way, the reason why I say this has been weighing on my heart is because it's been popping up so many times and I just feel like it's it's God's way and it's the spirit of telling me, get it out. Just just let's talk about it, right? So Casey and I have uh, had this conversation the other day and it was so crazy and and I'm, I don't want to say perfect timing because it, I mean, it, it sucks, but it, it was in alignment. I'll say that because... There's this reel that's trending right now with Lauren Hill's voice, right? And she says, I'm just getting to know me. Let me reintroduce you to me. You ain't never seen this version of me before. And I felt it so deep in my soul is because I feel like I am constantly having to reintroduce people to me. People who I grew up with, my friends, my family, um, myself, you know what I mean? My husband, um, you know, and even my following on social media, right? I, I've noticed where I now, I don't give a damn about the following anymore, right? Because at first when Instagram was first popping, especially with entrepreneurs and influencers, like, oh, how many followers do you have? Oh, you ain't popping if you ain't got this X, Y, Z amount of followers, blah, 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 right? But I've grown to learn that I want people, my audience, to be in alignment with me. So as I'm going on to this journey of wellness, as I'm going on to this journey of freedom and, and tapping into my gifts, I want the people following me who's going to rock with me. Like No matter what I do, they know that the intention is there and it's pure and it's genuine, right? And they're going to follow me and stick with me through that. However, I do have to reintroduce myself to my audience as I'm growing and I am evolving. And I wanted this episode to be about, and I have to remind myself that not everybody should have access to the healed you, to the new you. So let me reintroduce myself. <laughs> let me give you a little background about me. A lot of people know me as KG. Nobody really calls me Kristen except for like my day one friends that I grew up with in middle school, basically. To them, I'm always Kristen. Shout out to Ashley, Whitney, uh, Kiasha, Keisha, my girls. They all call me Kristen. But everybody else, I was known as K. When I got to high school, KG automatically. And it started from like cheerleading. The real reason is because. Kristen is such a common name. Everybody had the name Kristen. And especially Marie. Everybody <laughs> had them two names. 
And so my cheerleading coach just gave me, she was like, well, we just gonna call you KG because there's so many Christians on this team and I want to, you know, make sure you know who I'm talking to. So I adopted it, KG. And the other reason why I just went with it is because everybody couldn't say Kristen. And it's a pet peeve of mine. I'm not going to lie to you. When people mispronounce my name, I hate it. I cannot, I li- I would literally cringe in my soul like, <laughs> and I know it's, it's not on purpose. It's not intentional. They just can't, you know what I mean? They can't pronounce it correctly, but it is a pet peeve of mine. So I was like, let me make it easier for you. Hey, I'm KG. <laughs> well, let me tell you about KG. KG was uh, quick to pop off, quick to pop off, quick to hide behind smiles. I was the friend, like if you had a problem and someone was ready, like to fight or somebody was ready, like to get it popping. I was the one hyping you up. Like, let's go, sis. No way. (laughs) I promise you. I I promise you. That was me. And, you know, I, I was very, I can say this. I was popular in high school. I was the black cheerleader on the varsity team. We didn't have many. You know, so it was either, it was one or the three, but my, I think my first year on varsity, it was only two of us. So, you know, I was in, I was a varsity cheerleader. I was in orchestra. Everybody ain't, you know, wasn't it black people wasn't in orchestra like that. You know what I'm saying? So it was always like, I was the one or one of them, you know what I'm saying? You know, so yes, I, I was popular, but I hid a lot back then, which transpired into my college years as well. I was popular in college, I believe. A lot of people knew me. And then when I crossed AKA, that was even more, you know, attention. Then I became the stepmaster. So that was even more attention. I was in the front of the line strolling, hopping always. You know what I mean? Like that's they go KG. Again, everybody knew me as KG. Now into my adult years. And I rebranded to K Marie for my business. Um, because Tadia, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in like future episodes, but how important it is to attach your name to things. And so when I first started into entrepreneurship and some photography, I was lavish moments photography. And when I met you and I was like, yes, I need to rebrand. I need to pivot some things. I wanted to attach my name again. I'm not going to do Kristen because everybody can't say Kristen and it irks my nerves. So I'm going to say K. Marie. So I, I literally had this journey of growing from KG to K. Marie. And today I just wanted to kind of reintroduce myself to the listeners who knew me from KG, right? And what it feels like to sit in this now, to sit in this person that I am now and to talk about how everybody can't have access to okay. the person you are now. Like I said, I I was quick to pop off. I was quick to get an attitude. I was quick to act like everything was fine too when it really wasn't. And when I began my healing and my wellness journey, when I moved here to Charleston, everything just uh, kind of paused for me. And I had to really sit with what I was feeling, what I've been avoiding And also, I had to reevaluate a lot of relationships in my life. And that was the hard part. And Casey, the reason why I said, you know, we've talked about this the other day is because we're like, you know, when you're in such a good space that you want to celebrate, you want to jump for joy and, and you have all these rights and you deserve, right? And then you find those around you that you used to hold most dear to your heart. They can't celebrate you the, the way you want, or they can't see you in this light that you now see yourself in because they still see KG. I want to talk about that today. And I want to ask you both, have you been in a position in your life where you feel like the people that you've known that you grew up with didn't allow you to evolve and flourish and celebrate you and who you are today? And I want to give one last example. I had my bachelorette (laughs) party uh, before I got married. And one of the, (laughs) somebody said, I don't know this, Kristen. 
I don't know this KG. Like, this is a whole new... I was like, at first, I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> first of all, not one did she say that my bachelorette. Like, bro, we supposed to be celebrating. Like, that kind of, that's kind of like, I felt like it was kind of yeah. shade in I, a way. Yeah, I felt the shade through. You know what I'm saying? I felt, I felt it. I was like, damn, okay. But then, old KG would have been in my feelings. Would have probably addressed like, bro, what you, what you mean? Like, what you saying? I'm still old me. Nah, but the new me. I said, yeah, this is a new me. Why would you want me to be the old me? You know what I'm saying? I've, I've, I've grown. I've evolved. This is who I am, baby. I don't like all the things that I used to like. I'm not going to do all the things that I used to do. I'm not going to be who I used to be. You shouldn't want me to be who I was at 21 or 18 or hell, 15. Nah, I'm 30. Now 31, but I was 30. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. Are you still the person you were? It's funny how your own personal evolution offends other people. Like, mm. why are you by my growth? Like, mm. and I feel like people that understand growth mm-hmm. wouldn't have even said that. They would have been like, Fact. I noticed the change and I'm loving it, sis. Fact. That's it. Right. <laughs> how, you know, so how mm. that person addressed you would tell you they don't understand the importance of growth. Mm. Like, evolving mm. in in being okay with like reinventing yourself. Like I feel like people who aren't okay with that haven't they experienced have, growth themselves. Journey, they haven't experienced growth. Andy. Mm. And I think, you know, to your point about if, you know, we've ever experienced similar, um, you know, where you grew up with people or you've known people or were friends with them for all this time. And then you turn into a new person or you evolve. And I just feel like, it's never an easy thing to hear that from someone who you thought you knew. But I think once you've gotten to a certain level in your wellness journey and you've grown to understand yourself better, like I still have friends from high school, not many, a couple. And to be honest with you, I don't like, I don't even expect them to, it's just, I don't know if that's bad, but it's like my expectation of, what they might understand is just I have really it's very little, and that might be horrible. But no, it's not. That's that's real. I, I I don't like. Now there was a time where I would get offended, like when I would be doing certain things, and I felt like they wasn't showing me no love. They wasn't like helping me to push certain things I had going on. Oh yeah, hell yeah, I felt offended. I was like. You supposed to be my friend. You promote a target, but you ain't shared my post yet. Girl. <laughs> what is that? What? You know what I mean? Like, how the hell you can promote target sale? And and I just posted about my book and you ain't said nothing. Come on, Toddy. Crickets, sis. Crickets. So absolutely I felt some type of way about and not from strangers, from people who I thought were in my corner. But after a while, you realize, one, that, hell, you still love them. You would love their support. But at the end of the day, is their support going to help you get to that, your bottom line? And the answer to that is absolutely not. It might help your ego feel better. <laughs> but any other than that, that's the only currency that holds. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, like, it's, you know, I, I'm glad we're talking about this because it's the truth. I think is is women who are leading we do want, you know, we're human at the end of the day. And it feels good when a family member or a close friend from school or college is like, girl, I see what you're doing. I'm so inspired. Or like, I love what you're doing, X, Y, Z. That makes us feel good, all nice and warm. And mm-hmm. you know, I know mm-hmm. I ain't no punk, but I might want to shed a tear. Okay. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but when it's all said and done and I don't get that from them, it's like, well, shit, that mad at you because I wasn't expecting it. I've just learned to lessen my expectation of a, of certain people. So one, my feelings don't get hurt. And two, so I can stay focused on like, what is my, what, what am I even doing this for? Is it really for their accolades and their applause? Because if that's the, if that's the case, then I'm probably, that's the wrong motive in the first place. But I, I think as, as women and as, as humans, we do want, we want to hear from those friends in college and, and we want to hear that they see us and they, they see the growth and the evolution, but 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you a thousand percent. But but let's even let's dig into that. Like, yes, we've lowered our expectations, but doesn't that shit suck too though? The fact that we had to lower our expectations from the people that we, you know, just assumed with no question. Yeah, they're gonna show up. Yeah, they're gonna just send out a text, bruh. Like, girl, I am you doing a damn thing. I'm so proud of you. Not Oh, word? That's what's up. Right. And I think girl. <laughs> That's shady. Then, then nothing at all. Then nothing at all. Pull a K Michelle and jump across the table. Like, girl, did you really just say? (laughs) (laughs) Let me go back to say that when that friend of mine, I put quotations around that. I'm not gonna lie to you because we're no longer friends. Maybe it was because of that. I don't know, but you know. uh, But someone else did agree. Right. And it was like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And I was like, hmm, okay. Now I was but thinking. Well, I was. <laughs> but it actually had why a conversation. Right. Why are you watching me, sis? But let me say this this is not even to start any drama. This isn't to make them feel any type of way if they happen to listen. But I appreciated that moment. I try to find gratitude in everything, right? Like everything in my in my life, from all my experiences. That's how I also know I've become a healed me. Hello, K Marie. Because that was confirmation that I've grown. That was confirmation that I've done the work. That was confirmation that I am not who I prayed to leave behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I remember being in the shower and just praying, like, God, if you heal me, take away the fear, take away the lack of confidence, take away insecurities, take away people who add toxic in my life, who add toxic energy or who should not be there, period. Not even if it was because they were adding toxic energy, but it was because they were blocking me from stepping into who I was supposed to be because I'm worried about this friendship. I'm worried about putting good energy into this friendship, right? I'm worried about nurturing them and making sure that they're good and, and hearing all their issues and all their pain. But when it came to me, I'm drained. <laughs> by the time I didn't pour into you, by the time I've listened to everything and you didn't take a, a breath, how you doing, girl? What's going on with you? How's your therapy sessions going? How's your, you know, things that I've told you. We didn't even get into into depth about the conversations, but I, I, I put a little, boop, there you go. So you know, this is on my mind. This is weighing on me right now. You know, I'm dealing with this. The pandemic, oh my God. <laughs> that put me at the, at the very start of it, it put me in panic mode because I am a full-time entrepreneur. Right. Let me say that again. I am a full-time entrepreneur. So when the world stopped, you best believe my business stopped. Everything, everything stopped. I didn't have a check coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like my husband was good. He, He worked, he's a teacher. He worked for the state. He good. You good. You know, I had nothing coming in and I can count on one hand how many of my close friends well, first, I only have one hand of close friends. Chrissy got overflow. Now, girl, where you get all the friends from? Girl, uh-uh. I'm with their bank because I only got this handful too. That's it. So let me know. That I'm not missing. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. And that's all you need. <laughs> if I'm going to be real with you, that's all you need. But I can count within that handful of friends, like how many checked on me about that. Like, sis, you good? Like, I know you can't work. Is there anything you need? Even if it, even if they couldn't help financially, but just checking on me, you good? You know what I mean? And I think that's one thing that the pandemic definitely taught me was who going to show up for you when you're at your worst, when you're at your lows, when you're at, when you're just not even in control of things. 
and shit's just going wrong. But who gonna show up for you? And that helped me even reevaluate my relationships even more of, like I said, who has access to the healed me? Who has access to this new version of me? Who has access to this best version that I have ever been of myself? And I I just kind of want to talk with y'all about, you know, if you have your own experience with it, if you're still maybe going through it, or if you haven't experienced yet, but feeling like it could happen possibly in the future. Like you feel weird energy or you feel just something, a shift happening, right? So yeah, I want to hear from y'all about that. Casey, what would you want to say? I feel like you was about to say something. Yeah, and I love, I love, love, love this topic you pose because honestly, like these rebrands happen, at least the way I think about it, like throughout our entire lives. Like as you were talking, I could think of about four times off the top of my head, you know, where I completely had to reintroduce a new person based on what I was feeling at the time. Right. And it's interesting for me. Um, I heard somebody say a quote not too long ago that like people only talk about the things they're healed from. Right. Like they're only ready. <laughs> right. To like expose those things. Right. And so for me, every brand that I've had up until recently, quite honestly, like I never cared what anybody thought, like as many, like as, as social as I was and as nice as I was or whatever, I was so broken on the inside to be real. Like there were not many people that intimately were on the inside. So when I got married, for instance, I dropped DK. Um, it wasn't until years that, and I'm still processing why I didn't care about it. But my daddy was like, how are you just going to keep your middle name and take his last name? And you know, Ooh, um, and I was like, we got to talk about that. Like this. what, you know? But the way I was feeling, but again, like I, I wasn't ready to talk about the things I hadn't healed from. I did not feel like that had given me much. I felt resentment in my heart and I felt like it was just me. I felt like it was just me grappling and surviving it, you know? So I dropped it with the quickness and like, Casey, Ariel, yeah, that's me, right? And I, okay, you know, here go this, you know, this dude too, right? And then when I divorced, I kept Casey Richardson. I didn't talk to nobody about it. Nobody knew what I, you know, but like, again, like, I, you know, and I'm quite sure nobody stepped to me, especially with the Casey I was. Nobody stepped to me and said, why are you doing that? You know, um, but it was sent Casey Ariel Richardson. I did not, you know, change nothing. And, it, and for me, it was because I built this name internationally in my career. Like people in the finance uh, realm, people knew me in London. They knew me in other countries, definitely knew me in the U.S. Like I had literally built a very, very strong reputation. And I, and I saw myself as a global leader. So I'm like. When dudes have these changes, they don't have to change their email address and their business cards. And that, you know, you know, so I wanted to move to Oakland, which I did from Charlotte in 12 days with no question. Nobody knew any residue of my past. Right. And again, that's that's the way I dealt with things. Uh, it took me being very, very broken to get to another side where I really dealt with why I didn't care what anybody thought or opening. And I was protecting myself from the world. Right. But getting closer to who I am now, when I went through my divorce and depression and brokenness, it was the first time that I had these very intimate, 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 intimate relationships with two two women in my life. And I'm talking about mm. they held me down like every single mm. day, every single day. We talked every single day for years, for about four years, four to five years, we talked every single day because, I, you know, they showed up for me in that way. And so little by little, like I started peeling back layers and healing and all of these things, right? And so that was the first time where I was even connected with somebody enough to, I don't know, to care, right? And so now um, that I'm, you know, going through things like getting engaged and, you know, about to be bi-continental and all of these things, that those two relationships are not what they were anymore. And I'm for the first time, Mourning those relationships as they were in the past, but also mourning mm-hmm. the fact that I'm not stepping through these milestones with them so closely connected. But I'm telling you, it was the it's the first time I even give a damn. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's so much with that too, because I take what you're saying, Kristen, and I see myself in it too, right? So or uh some point in 2021. I talked to one of my close friends and we hadn't talked a lot in 2021 since I've been here. And she was able to be very, very honest with me about the fact that I was 
ugly and condescending in the way that I gave feedback. Like I always looked at myself as being very real, you know, and very raw. And I always looked at that as the truth is the truth always. And it wasn't until I got to Africa and completely removed myself from everything that was and continued a healing journey that I couldn't have, that couldn't have happened in the U.S. that I could even hear her for the first time. Like when she said it this time, because I'd done so much healing and mourning and reflection and, and even like in my relationship, seeing how much I wanted to punish him for my past dude's mistakes, you know, I had to look at myself and say, like, why do you keep pushing people away? Why, you know, um, it was my friend. And I'm sure she told me a million times over the years we've been friends. Right. But it was my first time being able to hear her. And I just listened and cried and said, I'm so sorry. You're so right. Right. And I, I can't imagine how surprised she was. But I had to come to a reckoning of, you know, I just might be out of grace. And I've never been on the receiving end of that. But I, I quite frankly think it's because I never cared. <laughs> right. Like I was so hard. I was such a survivor, bro. I didn't, I literally didn't care about anything, right? Like, not people, mm -hmm. like, I, I, I wasn't going to hurt nobody, but I also wasn't going to be too attached, right? So I, you know, in that moment felt, and I even articulated, like, dang, like, I see that. I can see that, right? Because I could be very ugly and, like, I was living in this box. Now I'm in Africa and I know it don't matter if people don't got a degree. It don't matter if they don't want to work. But one day a week, it don't matter if they're living in villages because people out here living in villages are way smarter than me and so many people in the States. You know, all of these things. Now I understand it, but I didn't understand it before, right? So I gave some apology and I even said, like, man, like, I might have run out of grace, you know, and I got to be okay with that. And then the other relationship, she's going through some some changes or whatever. And I still don't understand it fully. But, you know, when we had our conversation, I said, if you're doing whatever you have to do to be safe, to feel safe, I respect it. And I mean that even though I mourn it, because, again, like so many layers have peeled in my own life. While I, under, like, I understand why I did the things I did back in the day when other people didn't. And they were hurt. I know they were. And they probably were telling me, but I couldn't see it or hear it. I'm only in a place where now I can receive things. So to answer your question, you know. Definitely rebrands, never did care before, but because I've grown and I can say like healed to such a place now where I give a damn, mm. I see other people in their humanness because I can finally see myself and mm. I'm gonna just have to step through it and understand it at different times, you know, like I can't be what people need, I, I, but as I reflect on my life, I, I'm sure of that now, you know, and at times people will not be able to be what I need and the answer is probably always bigger than me it probably really has nothing to do with me but any but the things that are going in their lives just like that was the case for me right so mm. yeah that's so good that's so good wow that's so good mm. isn't it crazy what distance can do for you yeah I like like you it's, said it's scary certain parts it's, of your life like, it's so oh, necessary and the crazy thing is that a lot of times, if it was up to us, we would never distance ourselves. It's almost like mm. life has to literally take us and pull, yep. yank yep. certain yep. people away and certain. So we're forced, like mm. Casey said, we sit with our stuff and deal with it. Yep. Who we are in this season, I'm sorry, but I don't believe that the people are going to stay the same in every season. Right. Never. Right. We as humans, and even, you know, Casey said that she just didn't care. And you just go through to that point. And it's like, sometimes God just makes us go through that so we can get to this. But we don't never see it. Or, you know, it's just, I just feel like life sometimes forces us to have that distance. And that distance then in return forces us to look and evaluate how you maybe have treated somebody or how you are allowing somebody to treat you. Because yep. it could have been the other way too. Like yep. how somebody has been treating you and maybe you allowed it because you weren't healed or because you... That part. Didn't Ooh. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people in our spaces that don't treat us the way we should be treated. But because we haven't pulled back a particular layer to understand that that ain't right either. Mm. You know, so like distance, man, we'll hold on tight for mm -hmm. dear life as mm -hmm. long as we can. Sometimes life literally forces us to and yank certain people and things away from us yep. so we could actually sit back and figure it out. Absolutely. I truthfully feel like I would not have been able to start my healing journey if I stayed in Colombia. And I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings by saying that. 
but we gonna, you know, we keep it real here. So <laughs> it is what it is. But what you said just now, Tati, of how life happens that forces you, that God will make a situation that forces you to become distant. The only reason we ended up here is because, so me and my now husband were both transitioning into different careers when we met each other, right? I was working at a bank, but I was still doing photography. This was just on the side. And I just, I hated my job, y'all. I hated my job so much. And I knew not knocking nobody who has a nine to five. I commend you. That takes a different kind of energy, bro. That takes a different kind of discipline, a different kind of, it's a whole different, (laughs) but it ain't me. And I quickly learned that I, that was not for my life. And I wanted to step into full entrepreneurship. And I knew that was going to come with struggles. I knew that was going to come with hardships. I knew that was going to come with so many sacrifices that I didn't think I could truly be who I needed to be and be all that I needed to be if I was still in Colombia. And it would hurt sometimes because of course, you know, I miss my friends. Like they're not just, they can't just come over, you know, have wine night or, you know, do watch parties and shit like that. But I needed this time to distance myself, to fully look at myself, like you said, Casey, and figure out, okay, am I doing this wrong? Am I actually hurting this person? Am I saying this the wrong way? Am I delivering wrong? And moving here and coming here is when I learned how to extend grace. But it's because I wasn't extending my own self grace. I had to learn how to do that for me first. And then I could be like, okay, this is why she said that. This is why she feels like that. You know what I mean? And so... That's why when I heard, oh, this a new, <laughs> this a new KG or a new Kristen or whatever, I didn't get offended, right? I extended grace, and I let them have that. You can think that actually, you're right. You are so right. But if you meant that to hurt my feelings, if you meant to say that to hurt my feelings or to make me feel some type of way, that ain't it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's not who I am anymore. I am in this new season in my life where I am celebrating everything that I deserve to celebrate, no matter how small, no matter how big. And if you can't accept that for me and share that light with me, then we can, you know, we don't have to be in the same circle anymore. And that's okay. Like, I promise you, if me and that person never spoke again, yes, I had to mourn the relationship. Yes, I had to let it go. But I wish them all the love all the light, all the wellness, everything. Because I don't, if I'm holding on to stuff, right? And wishing bad on you or just talking, talking shit. Like, what does that say about me? That I haven't healed, right? There's still an underlining issue of everything you say, of everything you put out there. If you're throwing shade at somebody, if, if you're looking at somebody else's Instagram, like, bruh, why she, she thinks she, all that, that's because you got an underlining issue with your own self, I'm not wasting my energy doing that. No. So if you can't be around this new me, well, let me say that you, I thank you for being who you were when I needed you. I thank you for being who you were. Woo! Right? Woo! Mm, Right? Served purpose. You served purpose. It was never wasteful. It was never a friendship that shouldn't have happened. I appreciate you. And I learned from you and I wish you all the best. I wish you all the love. I wish you all the success, but we don't have to be in the same circle to get that. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to hate each other either. Nope. Say that. And and the thing about it was every person that we are forced to part ways with, like you said, they served their purpose. They were a part of your wellness journey. You get what I'm saying? Had they not not been true to themselves in whatever moments Mm. that y'all did communicate, you would have never even questioned, am I growing? Mm. I am growing. I have grown. Like, okay. You know, as as women, really, black women, we're just so used to, you know what I think it is too, y'all? 
we hold on so tight to these friendships because we feel like if we grow apart or things turn left, we have to hate each other and bash each other. So we try to hold on to it just to keep a clean face, just to keep things cool. And I used to think that was a personality thing, but I just think as women, we just want to keep things together. Mm-hmm. Keep the peace. We want to keep the peace. Yep. And we feel like we're outgrowing a person or a person doesn't understand or we know we need to let that person go. We feel like it has to be some type of animosity. And it really does not. I think healthy relationships should allow you the space to say, all right, we were really close then. We're not now. We can part ways and still be cordial. That's real. And not together. But go shine, like, because you, Go because shine. The, the, the thing about it is if we stay together, is this healthy? Mm. No. Serving each other by forcing this? Mm. No. So why don't we extend that amount of grace to ourselves and say, it's cool if this ain't working. Quit trying to mm-hmm. force it. Mm. That's, that's, so that's deep, Natasha, mm-hmm. because really, like, that is love, right? Like, it is selfish. It is so selfish to think that we have to hoard, right, people's connections, even if it doesn't fit anymore, right? Like... It's so uh, yeah. selfish to expect someone to play smaller or different than they are and to be able to work with us. And it's very selfish for them to expect us to play smaller and different than we are, right? Like, I, I think you're spot on. Like, I think you're 100% spot on. Like, we think that if the friendship is not there, it is animosity that we are enemies. And that is not the case. It is just that, right? I love you enough to let you go. Like, get what you need, sis. Allow me to get what I need, even if, even if we don't walk alongside each other in the journeys. That is love in its purest form, to be quite honest. For sure. Wow. Wow. That's deep. Mm. I love you enough even to let you go. And see, as women, too, we think about that in the form of relationships with the significant others. We don't use the same logic when it comes to our friendships with other women. Mm -hmm. We don't. We put all this pressure and we we always analyze in these relationships. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to our sisterships and we don't look at it in the same light, we feel like we got to be married to these friendships all our lives mm-hmm. and you can't ever get a divorce in a friendship. And the, all divorces mm-hmm. don't end bad. I mean, that's common, but they could end everybody. You understand. Yeah. You go on and, and you find the love that you really need. And I'm going to move on and do the same. Mm-hmm. I just wish we could get to a point where we understand growth enough to understand that, like, even a seed got to come out the dog on ground. Like, mm-hmm. ain't no seed going to stay ground. And, like, you know, like, whatever's around it, either going to move out the way or hop on board. Like, it's just that's the way life should be. Life should be progression. Life should be growth. And the reality is that people who don't understand that, friends that don't understand growth, they can't be a part of your next level. Mm-hmm. They can't be mm. a part of it. So because God knows we're going to hold on. He's going to make anything happen to pull them away from us. Yep. Oh, that's good, Todd. That's so good. And I feel like, again, this is with all relationships, right? With uh, a significant other with a friend, with family, (laughs) if we're going to keep it a band, I've had to learn how to let go of of family relationships that I mourned so deeply, so deeply, but I couldn't give, I could not give my energy to it no more. I couldn't, it wasn't healthy for me. And I had all this other stuff going on that God was like, sis, let me take this off the plate. You can't carry this too. Let me carry that for you. So some relationships, I've I've literally just had to get to God and be like, I'm going to let you, if they're meant for me, if they're meant to be in my life, I'm going to let you handle that. Find that, you know, we can find our way back to each other. But for right now, I have to focus on my mental wellness, on my healing, on my spirituality, because if I'm not good myself, I can't show up and love others the way that they deserve to be loved. And I want to ask you all this, which 
this is my first time kind of hearing this when regarding to friendships is what is your love language for friendships? And I think that's deep because you've always hear about your love language with, you know, your significant other, you know what I'm saying? And me and my husband even took the love language test, like, because at one point I really didn't know what was the other. (laughs) We thought we knew, but we were both wrong. (laughs) And I wonder how often that is with friendships, right? And so I took it when I heard that and shout out to uh, Dana Bolden. She um, is a a past client of mine who's now a a friend as well. Um, I heard her say it first. I was like, what is your love language in your friendships and and how much friendships meant to her now as an adult? Because it's so hard, man. It's so hard to build new friendships as an adult that you feel safe with, that you trust with. You know what I mean? And I'll go first. I think my love language with friendships is word of affirmations because it, it could be a simple text like, girl, you're killing it. I'm so proud of you. I may not be able to support you financially in anything that you put out there. And I don't expect that. Let me just say that. I do not ex- The things that I'm putting out, I don't expect people from Columbia, South Carolina to buy, to invest. I don't. My mind and my dream and my vision is so much bigger. So I'm not offended when you don't book a session with me or you don't buy a candle or you don't buy anything that I'm offering. Right. But you can share it. It takes a second of your, you know what I'm saying? And and you can even text me like, girl, I see what you're doing. I'm so freaking proud of you. I don't wait for me to tell you, hey, this is what I'm doing because you, you've seen it. It's all over. If you're on social media, you've seen it. Let's be, let's just be real about that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also, I'm also not that friend to also go to the group chat and be like, hey, y'all, this is what I'm doing. Hey, y'all, I'm about to release this. Hey, y'all, I just did this. Perfect example, the commercial, the Super Bowl commercial that we were talking about last episode. I didn't tell nobody about that. Honestly, I couldn't. If we're going to be real, about it, I, I couldn't. <laughs> I had to keep that on the wraps. But it was just like, you know, when you see it, you know what I'm saying? Like, show love. That's all. That's all. Just show love. And, and so that I, because it is important to me that I'm making you proud because you're my friend. Like any relationship that I have, it's important to me that I'm, that you're proud of me. You know what I mean? Like it is. Will I grow out of that? I don't know. But who I am right now in the season that I'm in, that's important. So yes, words of affirmation is my love language. Also quality time. I think what my love language with my husband is words of affirmation, physical touch and quality time. But quality time is so important to me in all relationships now, because now at 31 and as a wife and as a mom and as a full time entrepreneur, I value time so much more than I used to. I know the value in time. I know that everybody's time is valuable. So if I'm in front of you, I'm not going to be sitting in my phone constantly scrolling, looking at Instagram or not really listening to what you got to say. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm present with you. That's probably why I don't have many pictures with my friends because we present. Like when we get together, I I forgot to take a picture because I had such a good time having conversation with you, catching up with you, seeing what you're doing, watching your kids grow. Like, all of that, right? So my love language with friends is words of affirmation and quality time. What about y'all? I never uh, thought of that before, um, but I mm. love it. I love the concept because it could only make relationships more healthy if we're vulnerable enough to share, right? I think for me, or I know for me, uh, which is probably different from what it was before, because as I heal, I open up. Or maybe it's, it was always there, but I wasn't comfortable being vulnerable enough to say, I need this. I need you. So the things that have made me feel so good. Uh, and yeah, I've never had to. I've never asked for it because I've never been vulnerable enough to do so. But it's, it's when my friends step in to help me. I mean, it, it brings me to tears because I don't ask for help. I'm, I'm trying to do better about that, though. I'm trying to do a lot better about that. And it feels good even when I ask for it and they do it. Right. So mm-hmm. the times where um, I was sick in Oakland and my friend Dela brought me soup 
and other things. And then the next day when I went back to work and she wasn't so sure that I was really supposed to be at work, she said, meet me in the lobby during lunchtime. And she had some most soup, you know, just out of those are the things that bring tears to my eyes or when um, I filed for divorce the first time I'm in Oakland, I had to file in South Carolina because we had to either file in California, or South Carolina, where one of us lives, you know, and my parents missed the court date letter that came like probably about a month or two. And I'm just crying and destitute. I'm in Oakland and my friend, she hoped she flew into South Carolina and went to the court office and said, Hey, like, can you help me get a new court date for Casey Richardson? And they did it. I mean, you know, and it's just like, those are the things wow. that tears to my eyes. Cause I will try to move the mountain by myself. Mm. But when my friends pull up and take the load off of me, I, it's the best feeling in the world. Uh, it heals me quite honestly. Other things would be, so I'm not a person that talks on the phone. And that's something that's so hard for friends and family, uh, especially with me being in Africa. Like, I think folk mad, (laughs) but I'm not, I'm not that way. But similar to you, Kristen, like, yeah, like texting and affirmations and just saying, I see you, you know, because I do the same thing. You know, I don't necessarily want to FaceTime. I really don't, if I'll be honest, you know. (laughs) But yeah, like I love words of affirmation. Yes, those are the two. Those are the two I can think of. Help and words of affirmation. It makes me feel like, yeah, like encouraged and affirmed. Mm -hmm. I love it. And that you're seen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, like Casey, I also, I'd never heard of doing the uh, love language test for friendships. So I would say that mine are quality time. And I don't know if it's an age thing, but I feel like the older I get, the more memories I want. Mm. And because Mm. I am so busy, I don't have a lot of time. So I am learning more of how to make time for people that I really care about and want to create those memories with. So I think I get a little frustrated when I feel like I'm not getting time because it's so limited and I want memories. Forget all of the other stuff, but like quality time for sure. And I think that's why that was also one of my motives for moving is because in my last place, I couldn't like, I mean, I could have friends over, but it wasn't necessarily the environment I wanted to have friends over and entertain. And now since I moved, Kristen, you know how my schedule is during the week. So, (laughs) yeah. So I know that Fridays, my mom has Tyler. He goes to karate on her side of town. So she usually picks him up from school for me on Wednesdays and Fridays for karate. And then on Fridays, she just lets him spend the night. So I know that I need to do all of my work throughout the week because on Fridays, if I'm not resting, I'm spending time with my friends. It's a non-negotiable. We're either going out. We're either home smoking hookah, having drinks, eating food, mm-hmm. cooking, laughing. Those things are so important to me now. I need that's time very, with I love. That's time. very intentional. That's very, very yeah. intentional. Mm-hmm. Dope. Are we coming to your house or are you coming here? And so they know that Fridays are, that's our time. I don't care. We might not see each other at all during the week. And then on Wednesdays, before I pick Tyler up, you know, if there's a friend I couldn't see on Friday or can't make Friday's activities, I'll go to happy hour with them or we'll go have a quick dinner before I pick Tyler up or X, Y, Z. But I make sure now that like I forget, like the money is great, but those days are non-negotiables for me with my friends. And the second, I guess my second love friendship, love, love language would be like Casey said, where my friends help me because I don't ask for help. <laughs> I don't like I am always trying to figure it and I that frustrates my mom about me. She's like, why didn't you tell me you had that going on? I would have I'm like, because I was trying to figure it out on my own. So like I don't ask my friends for help, but when they do if my friend Brittany's like, I know you got this going on, you need me to come do this, and I'm like, Yeah, sure. Mm. Um mm. it does make me feel like somebody cares. And then also because I'm the friend that's always gonna feel like I gotta help you. Like I'm always gonna be trying to figure out how I can help you. And so it feels good to be on the receiving end of help. <laughs> so I would say why those are we, my two languages. Why do we do that? 
why why is it so hard for us to ask for help? That's gonna be another episode. I'm gonna say that right now because yeah, we need episode still, for that. We do because yeah. I'm, I'm still learning how to do that. Casey pushed me hard um, to to do it the other day, and it was so uncomfortable just because I've never been I've never been that person to ask for help. It's like if if you initiate it, like if you just be like, "Hey, girl, what you need?" or "Do you need me to do yeah. this?" I know you got a lot. I'll accept it. You know what I mean? But I'm, I haven't got quite comfortable with asking yet. And I hope one day <laughs> that I can become um, more comfortable with it because it's needed. Like Casey says, if you're doing it all, you're doing it wrong. So yeah, that's just something that we, that we all have to work on as, as women, as black women. Cause we, we feel like we're the superheroes, right? We feel like we're supposed to be the superwoman and do it all and be all and, it just, it drains us. It drains us so much. So, but this was, whew, this was good. This is a really, really good conversation. For those who don't know, I'm pulling up the love languages now. So there's five different love languages. There's words of affirmations, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. And from our conversation today, um, as I mentioned, you know, my love languages for friends, it's words of affirmations and quality time. And it sounds like with Casey and Tati, uh, y'all's are acts of service and quality time, I think. She's the quality um, time and acts of service. She's the quality time. And I'm the... I think you're acts of service too because you need to... And acts of service. You... 100%. 100%. Love to receive help. People taking off a load, you know what I mean? Um, that's that's why in my relationship too. Yeah, and I was gonna say, I'm grateful because Lord help me. You, the man serves, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> Hallelujah, won't he do it? <laughs> but yeah, so this this was oh, this was amazing. This was a great conversation, and I challenge those who are listening. If you haven't ever heard of you know love languages or uh, specifically love languages with your friendships, uh, I encourage you to. To look into that, to do your research, to see what it is that you love and appreciate from those who love you and serve you. And and remember, again, it's okay to reintroduce yourself to you. It's okay to reintroduce yourself to your friends, to the people who love you, your family, your clients. Um, it's okay. It's, it's a part of the journey. Trust it and just be aware and protect your peace protect your peace at all costs and like I said before everybody does not deserve access to the healed you alright y'all I love y'all I appreciate y'all for listening and until next time y'all we out we out Bye.